Hey, nerds. We are able to keep VentureForth ad-free thanks to our amazing patrons. To help keep this podcast free of ads, check out our Patreon. Link in our description. Hi, I'm Flynn. Kirk. Oma. Thessaly. Zika. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to VentureForth. Previously, the party had dispersed in search of magical items in order to cure Shraya's mysterious metallic disease. The party had gone off to lands far away and some a little bit closer than others in order to find these ingredients. Hopefully, the rest of the party, being back on their way, are all awaiting eagerly to see if everyone else has accumulated their items as well. Seeker. As you're heading back to the Grumbling Garden Grove, sap in hand, the group that you're walking with, these mysterious thieves, begin to duck off left and right. One trails behind and dips into a dark alleyway. After another street or two, another one dips off to the left into a dark alleyway. Until it's just you and the man who had introduced himself to you way back in the tavern. You're both walking. Silent as the night. As you hear him give off a final sigh. <sighs> good night. This was a really good night. I uh, wasn't expecting this from a stranger, but you're, uh, you're welcome around here anytime. And he extends his hand out for a handshake. It was a good night. I'll extend my hand and complete that handshake. Okay. What is Seeker's passive perception for me? Perception is a 12. 12. As you're shaking his hand, you see a shadow dart through the corner of your eye. You don't see anything beyond a brief motion, movement, you're not sure what the shadow was, what cast it, even what direction it was coming from. You just see it out of the corner of your eye. Narrow my eyes towards it and I say, thank you. Uh, wonderful being followed. And I, I will bend down. Um, I'll release the handshake and I'm going to bend down to a knee and I want to bring my backpack around to the front and put the, the last files of the sap in the backpack, but that's just kind of to be doing something. I want to be search scanning. Okay. Um, make a perception check now at advantage. Um, <laughs> 17. 17. Now that you're scanning around, you see buildings everywhere. You're on the main road here, but as it is still night, you don't see anyone around you. You just hear on top of a roof. Just two shops down from you, off to your left. You hear three footsteps before it goes silent once more. Um, 
Is there an alley near where we're standing or where I'm kneeling right now? There is one directly to your right. It is, it has been a pleasure. I'm going to say we should part ways. Uh, is there? Can you just come here? And he grabs you by the collar. As you can see in his eyes, it appears that he sees something. Grabs you by the collar, grabs your bag with you, and yanks you into this alleyway, and almost pushes you up against the 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 wall of the building next to it. As he, as he himself I, presses himself up against the wall as well. I think I heard something. What did you see? I don't know. I think we should be quiet. I don't know if we're being followed. Okay. Um, in the alley, is it dark? Is there... We're, we're pulled against the wall. We're standing against the wall. Is there shadow? Is it... You are completely covered in both shadow, whatever shadow is being cast by the moon and the stars above you, as well as the natural darkness of night. Okay, uh, keep keep an eye out. I'm going to try something. Uh, and I'm going to bend down again, and I am going to pull like a a, a, sh- a black dagger, but it's, it's like a ceremonial dagger. It's made out of like a, like a black, shiny uh, a stone-like substance. And I'm also going to pull out a long rectangular flint. And I'm going to um, strike the the blade across the flint, and I'm going to say some words. They are. I'm going to say. Uh, in ah, uh, what is it? In Indo, and and I'll and I'll spark across and. Uh, there'll be some sparks that fly off, but nothing will happen. Ah, like, oh, no, I don't, I don't think that's the word. What is it? The indol, indol, ingole. Ah, and I'll strike it again and say ingole, and say, okay, uh, I need a few minutes. This doesn't work right away. I'm, I'm very tired. Uh, I need, I need a few minutes. Can you, can you watch out? I'll, I'll keep my eyes open. And As he sort of crouches down even further into the shadows and puts up the black hood of his cloak. And and as I do that, like, um, like a, a, a purplish sphere of energy kind of emanates from that that flint, that, that rectangular flint, as I'm casting uh, Detect Magic. And it's just sending little pulses of, of magical, purple magical energy out around and uh, I'm going to cast it as a ritual. Okay. Over the next 10 minutes, you're casting the spell. You're concentrating on the spell itself. And every moment that your mind just barely begins to waver of who's following you? Who is this person? What do they know? What have they seen? Is it from the manor? You immediately snap yourself back into what you're doing and continue ritually casting as you look over at the gentleman next to you and he is constantly scanning everywhere. You feel that if anything moves, he would probably catch it. As it comes to the end of the 10 minutes, you finish your ritual and the world around you almost begins to deepen itself into a purple haze and as you concentrate your focus, you look around and you detect the magical items that are on you, 
nothing out of the ordinary. Everything that should be emanating magic on you is emanating magic. And you look around, and you look up and around the corner. And just there, floating, right in the corner, you see a, a shiny sphere about a foot in diameter floating there, what you had not been able to see previously. You are just able to detect the magic of this, this thing. Hey, and I, I'm going to point towards that direction. Do, do you see that? I don't see anything. Oh, goodness. Uh, okay. I think someone is watching us. Uh, we, we, we should move. Uh, watching that? I don't think... I don't think anyone is watching me. There is something there. I see something. I, I just... I just... I, I'm lo- looking for magic and I see something. You think it sees you? Yes. Shit. We should probably split up. Maybe we should split. How can I contact you if I... If we need to get in touch? Come back to the same same place. Okay. Before Come back and... I, I could use your help. If, the, if it's following me. Okay. Uh, hold on. I'm, gonna rummage, I'm, I'm not going to rummage in the bag. It's a haversack. I'm going to reach into the bag and pull out two vials okay. of the sap. And I'm going to hand it to him and say, this is very important. If it is following me, I don't want to take it back to my friends. But they need this. Right away. Can you look for... Uh, are you familiar with uh, what a drow looks like? I've seen a few, yeah. Yes. Uh, somewhat depressed in, de- in demeanor. And uh, maybe... <laughs> Maybe showing some signs of body aches. Also, there is uh, a small or two small ones. One that looks like a child. Uh, she is very powerful. Be careful. Uh, but if you could look for them. Uh, are you familiar with the Grumbling Garden Grove? I believe so. Yeah. I haven't been there in a long time, but I, I think I know what you're talking about. They should be meeting there. And uh, you can tell them that Sika sent you and I will find them soon. But they need this sap. When you head off, I will see if this thing follows. If it doesn't, that means it is looking for me. And I will lead it away. All right. Sounds like a plan. And he gets up. He sort of brushes off his cloak. He takes the vials of sap from you. And right as he is about to turn... His, his shoulders make this broad turning motion. The, the flail from his cloak sort of billows out. And as soon as he does, he turns back even quicker, makes eye contact with you, and once again reaches his hand out. But as he makes contact, says, My name's Baron. Baron. Good to meet you. Hope to see you again. As he once again turns around with a flourish and begins darting down the alleyway. Does the sphere move? Does it follow and track him? It does not move an inch. I want to back up into the alley more and see if it... Is it tracking me? Is it moving? Does it have a direct... Yeah, it has a direct line of sight on me. It has a direct line of sight on you. Yeah. Um, As I back into the alley, does it move? As you back further into the alley, you lose sight of it. Is it it just sort of the angle Mm -hmm. sort of moves it around the corner? Yeah. 
as it slowly moves back around the corner to have line of sight on you. Oh, naturally. Okay. Um, your boy's all tapped. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get my bag on and I'm going to... Did the, the other end of the alley has an exit? Yes. Yeah, it's an open alleyway. All right. I'm going to... While I'm knelt here, eye that end of the alley, and I'm going to take off at full speed. And when I get out, I'm going to make a left, and I'm going to be looking for any doorways, entries, cutouts, anything that I can try and get into as quickly as possible for this thing. Okay, you turn the corner, and immediately you see the back entranceway to what is probably some sort of a tavern or restaurant. Um, You can see piles of trash, and you can see, um, like, potato skins and a couple of apple cores falling out of it. Probably some sort of food establishment. And as you see the door, what are you doing? Uh, I want to check. Is it open? I want to check it. You go, and you check it. It is not open. It is locked. I want to pick the lock. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you make a sleight of hand check. And as you're picking the lock, you can feel the doorknob and it's almost a little bit loose already. Um, You can feel that even within this lock, there is a little bit of give. It's probably a very old lock. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I'm going to make the sleight of hand. So that's a 20... It's a 24. A 24. You insert your, your thieves tools and you know with locks like this usually there's four pins that you have to um, maneuver and you put your lock pick in and you feel around and just in the split moment you get the first pin and in the next split moment you get the second pin and all of a sudden it turns and completely opens without you even having to to undo the third and the fourth pins it feels like the mechanism inside is probably broken as you open the door dash in and close the door behind you is this place... Well, this is really late. Is there anybody inside at the moment? Make a perception check for me. 20. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. You take a moment and listen. You hear movement in the corner. A corner close to me? Corner opposite you. Opposite. You look around and it seems like this is a, a large storage area. Is it you see, dark? It is very dark. I have dark vision, so can I... Oh, okay. So as you're looking around and, and your eyes are taking a second to adjust, you're looking around and you see barrels and crates and one crate off in the corner. You can just see the square silhouette by the the piece of cloth that is draped over the entire thing. It looked, the box itself underneath looks to be about four feet by four feet. Okay. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go over and see what's making some noise. I'll All right. Over there. You're going to go over and you're going to lift up yeah. the cloth. Yeah. As you get closer and closer, one of your footsteps creaks into the wood. You hear more motion and movement from within the box. Take a couple more steps forward. You lift up the cloth and you look underneath and you see Lang there in the center is a pretty decent sized potbelly pig. Hey, look at you. You look around and you see 
off in the far corner, now in this new angle, beyond some of the crates that you hadn't seen. You see some hooks hanging from the ceiling. And you see a couple of pieces of, uh, large pieces of dried meat hanging there, curing. As you look around and look into more of the bags and the boxes, it looks like you've stumbled your way into a butcher shop. Oh, well, not exactly where I want to be when I feel I'm being chased, but could be worse. And I want to look around. Do I see the sphere? Do I see the orb anywhere in the room? As you look around, you don't see it anywhere. You don't detect its magical presence anywhere within your spells range. Um, so what I'll do, I want to camp here as long as possible. Okay. Um, You've probably got a couple of hours before the shop opens up. Um, I mean, knowing about the time that, that shops open, um, you've probably got, at this point, maybe seven hours. If you're lucky. Okay. I'm going to camp out. I'm just going to camp out as long as possible. And then, uh, yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get some sleep. Uh, I have some string and I have, uh, ooh, I have some string and I have a cup and I have some ball bearings. And I want to, okay. I want to rig up like a little bit of a, like an alarm. So they're just, um, uh, actually I'm not even going to use string. I'm just going to try and set the cup, uh, above the door. And I'm just, um, maybe I will use the string a little bit to just kind of mount it up above the door. So if it hits, if the door opens, does the door swing in? Yes, it does. Swings in, it would tip the cup and ball bearings would fall out and uh, wake my butt up. All right. You set your contraption, feel that it's pretty sturdy. Um, You even do a couple of like small little tests where you don't fully open the door, but you just barely creak the door and you sort of catch the cup as it starts to tilt. So you know that this is going to work and you're able to get yourself a full rest before the morning comes. You wake yourself up before the butcher actually comes in. What are you gonna do? Um, Okay, so as I leave the shop, actually before I leave, I'm gonna reach to my finger and turn the ring um, and, and turn into as much of just a commoner as possible. Just someone walking down the street and I am going to hang out in the the shadows and in the street and observe um, for the rest of the day. And I know I can I know I can get back to Hayfreeds. I know I can get back to the um, to the shed. I just don't want whatever this is. What is this following me, by the way? Can't be the gods. Who could be following me? I've got to figure this out, and I want to. I want to stick to the shadows and think about this. I want to think on this and try and figure out like who who is after me right now. All right, Flynn, you are headed back to the Grumbling Garden Grove. You are at this point sitting down, sort of rocking back and forth. Your shoulder is kind of bumping every once in a while with Kalen, as beneath you. A little animated tree stump skitters along the ground, heading back to Saddle Mount. As the trees around you and the the red bark of the trees and the red leaves and the canopy above you um, are sort of shaking in the wind, the trees are just beginning to part and you can barely see Saddle Mount off in the distance. So, as you're heading back, what would you like to do? I miss this. Well, yes, this part of it isn't that bad part that we just did, that that part is the part that I am not too keen on. 
No, no, I mean like just having a goal and and accomplishing it and just knowing who the bad guy is. That does make things a lot easier, yes. And I also miss... I just feel like it was a lot more simpler when we were... We were in training. Well, that's because it was. I mean, I, I'm definitely still going to write this down as a unique experience as I knock the stump that I'm sitting on as it carries us along. But I just wish... Wish... Wish I had an answer. An answer to what? <laughs> Anything at this point. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm a bit overdue for answers myself. We're at the point, Flynn, where we're not training anymore. We don't have someone who tells us what to do. We have to make these decisions on our own. Yeah. And unfortunately, most of them don't seem to be easy decisions so far. Not at all. But it was nice to... be together again. I want to hunt. I agree. What have you been up to? What have you seen? I've been on... Well, several hunts myself. Been lurking more in the shadows lately. Yeah, I was never really good at that. Been trying as much as I can to observe, but not get involved like I used to. It's, it's different. I don't put myself in front of the dangers and the problems as much anymore. I attempt to talk things out rather than, I don't know, brandish my sword. <laughs> well, that's new. It's different. I'm still learning. Yeah, me too. What are we going to do about Chath? Well, um... Whoa. That, that place that we saw him in, I would think that that would be a suitable home for him for at least the time being. But beyond that, we have to figure something out. Vanessa? Wherever she is? I don't know what to do about that either. Should we plan? I wish I had leads. I wish I had people I could speak to. Me too. Unfortunately, everyone who I had confided in and, and anyone who I had gone to for assistance previously, unfortunately, could be... Nessa could be anywhere with anyone and anyone in the Iron Light. Seeking sanctuary? I just don't know. I don't know which thread to pull, Flynn. We need to warn them or something, at least. I don't know. But do we want to be putting that target on our back? I already have a target on my back. I've had one since I joined. But not a target to be killed, Flynn. That was a target of shame and bullying. And yes, I understand that those are terrible things. Well, and sometimes then, with Zorkel, it felt basically the same. But you're right. Flynn, as much as you may hate it, as much as it may displease you, unfortunately, Zorkal may be one of the only people you can trust right now within the Iron Light. Yeah. 
Honestly, I never thought I'd <laughs> hear that. But I'm glad he is. We're basically best buds now. I am sure no. that is not true, Flynn. You're still my best friend, obviously, but, you know, he's he's getting there. He's getting close. We'll see, Flynn. I hope we can do this more. I do, too. I miss my best friend. She sort of wraps her arm around your, your neck and gives you a little nugget. <laughs> hey, uh, come on. I don't uphold my, my look. Flynn, you don't have a look. Let's just... <laughs> Let's just continue on. I, think, I think we need All to... Right, we're almost there. Okay. And as the little, uh, the stubby little roots coming out of this, this, um, this cut down tree continue to scurry on along the ground, um, you make your way into Saddle Mount um, and continue on through the streets. It is, at this point, the dead of night. You're probably closer to morning now than you are um, to evening. Okay. So, as you're scurrying through the town, um, this little tree stump isn't getting too much attention, as not very many people are out at this point. Um, And with that, diving in and out of streets, knowing your way back at this point, you make your way towards the Grumbling Garden Grove. And as you approach the store, you see just turning around the corner and approaching the front, Thessaly. Thessaly, you uh, enter uh, the the same street as the Grumbling Garden Grove, and you look down as the only movement on pretty much any of the streets that you've that you've come through. You see a tree stump with two creatures riding it, and its little root legs scurrying along the ground towards you. What in all of Elbor, Flynn? Thessaly, hey. Okay. How? What is that? <laughs> we don't really know. Um, you don't know? Yeah, I kind of. You're writing it? Yeah, well, it's it's uh, it's a long story. Where's everyone else? Are you okay? Did everything? You get everything you need? The tree stump scurries up and and stops right in front of the store and sort of leans over to let you guys off. Uh, I'll I'll step off and I'll, I'll help Kaylin uh, off and I'll give it a little pat on its. Stump head. Um. It sort of nuzzles up against you. <laughs> it sort of it nuzzles up against you, and it's sort of rough, and it sort of like chafes your skin yeah. as, as the bark <laughs> rustles up against you. Oh, ow. Yeah, thank you. Oh my heavens! Is is this? Is that yours now? Is no, it like it's a Esther's. pet? Est. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, I did get what I needed. Okay, um, good. We we did too. Um, and I'll go through the bag and I'll pull out the dandelion and I'll kind of like, so I have one of these. Um, so did, did you get yours? Yes, I have. And I will pull out from, uh, the mic ended spore from my pack, um, hold it out. Um, so I, I, I've got what I need and I'm hoping the others get back soon since we both managed to succeed. Yeah. And realizing where <laughs> I am right now, let's go inside and, and check on him. Let's check on try. I agree. And I'll, I'll try and go in if it's if the door's open. I'll... The door does not budge. I'll knock on it. After about a minute, you hear scraping along the inside of the door. As it clicks open, opens up, and you see Lyra standing there. As you can see, the the fungus still sort of retreating from the door. Cool. Well, that's two... How's he doing? He's doing worse. 
Can I see him? Of course, but oh. don't get too close. I'll push my way in and, and go up to, to Shraya on the table. Okay, you see Shraya laying there on the table, um, and his feathers themselves, the, the normal sort of um, dark brown and like amber color of his feathers, themselves are beginning to turn gray and lifeless as he is twitching completely unconscious on um, the table. Find something to stand on and hop up and put my hand on his on his arm. Hey buddy, it's, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be all right. And I'll kind of like pet his feathers a little bit. The rest, they're almost here. They're on their way. And I'll, I'll look back out towards the door. Let's see if I can go get him. And I'll, I'll hop down off my, my little stool and I'll run out to the outside and I'll, I'll look around and see if I can see anyone approaching. Okay. Um, you run outside and you look around and you can't see anyone in the dead of night. But you begin to hear footsteps. I'll uh, look in that direction. A single pair of footsteps stepping out of the shadows. Who's there? Um, hi, are you, are you Flynn? Who's asking? Uh, Seeker sent me. Hmm. I'm Baron. I was told to come with this. And he holds up a jar of, uh, uh, containing what looks like some sort of, um, sap or almost molasses. Okay. Well, where's Seeker? Well, I mean, he went and he got this, but, um... I think they noticed when he left. He, uh, no. He's shaking a tail right now. But he said that this was very important that I got this back to you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you. Um, hopefully he's doing okay. I, I'm, I know he seemed to take care of himself just fine. Well, I know one of our party members might be able to reach out, see where he's at, see if he's all right, but we have pressing matters. I'll, I'll take that off your hands. Can you stay? If you'd like me to. Be best us in, until at least the rest of us I, come back. I don't know. If if Seeker was followed, I might have been followed. I I don't... The last thing that he wanted is the people who are following him to come here to you guys. And I think if there's a chance that I have a tail, I need to shake them as well. Uh, I'll look back to Thessaly if she's out or... Thessaly, what do you think? Is it fine if he leaves? I... Who... Seeker? Seeker's not supposed to leave. He's supposed to come back. No, it's, uh... No, I'm, I'm Baron. Oh, oh. You know this? What? You know this Where's guy? Where's Seeker? Seeker's... There were some people, and... He's hiding. He I got mean, himself into trouble, yes, didn't he? You he seemed know, to be able to handle him. himself just fine. Um, For five minutes, he's gone. Yes. Is just, this a normal thing? No. We will talk about that it seemed, later. It seemed important to him that you all got this. Yeah, our friend is in um, not the greatest shape right now. Let's just, um, if you're afraid that someone followed you here also, uh, we should not be. Um, let's take it. And I want to see, maybe Lyra can start mixing these things now. Okay. Okay. I guess if, if you feel like you're in danger, you can you can go into hiding as well. But uh, thank you. Do you need me to uh, pay you. you for anything? or? No. No, I got paid enough. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Stay safe. You too. And he hands over the sap. Yeah, I'll pick it up and I'll I'll head towards the door to go in and see. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look towards Lyra and, and can you start? I know we don't have all of the ingredients, but could we start putting it together? We have some of them. Unfortunately, in order to start, 
I am going to need the other ingredients. Some mixing and some concocting is required. And most importantly, the corpse flower is the most essential beginning step. The rest come later, but we must start with the corpse flower. All right, understood. Um, Flynn, did you see anyone else besides our... Just just Baron. Um, okay. I'll go back outside again and I'll... I'll kill um, Could I get on top of the building? Is it small? Is it look, it's vines and stuff. Could I climb to maybe get a better vantage point to see if I can see? For sure, yeah. I would um, like to try and do that. Okay, make an acrobatics check at advantage sure. because yeah. there's, yeah, a lot of vines lot on of the helpful. outside of this, this maybe, place. Maybe Lyra's giving me, giving me, maybe moving the vines, making it easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Okay, you said uh, acrobatics? Yes. Oh, very good. Um, 27? 27. Um, and you do feel Lyra sort of assisting you as you hop up, um, but you get up to the top and um, on the roof, you can see the entire roof is carpeted completely in different flowers and small uh, little plants uh-huh. and uh, and all sorts of shrubbery. I will... Um... It's dark out, right? So I have a hard time seeing. It is. The only light is the moon in the sky and the, the stars as well. I will, um, after realizing that I found out how to do this, I will um, rub my fingers together like I'm casting um, a cream flame blade. And I will get that energy in my fingers and I will carefully control it and contain it and um, tap it to my shoulder um, as I cast light on my shoulder, my, my pauldron, as this green flame kind of envelops the pauldron and just flickers and brings light, a green hue of light um, in this area. So I think it's um, I think it's like 30 feet of bright and another 30 of dim, okay. I think is right. I think it's 20 and 20. 30 and 20. I think 20 and 20. 20. 20. Oh, there you go. 20 and 20. Okay. Um, to maybe not only help myself see, but also maybe give a beacon to the others um, to make it easier for them to find us. Okay. And as you continue looking out, you look to your right and you can see the horizon and you can hear the ocean sort of lapping up against the docks. You look to your left and sort of up north and you can see the red forest of Esther Grove and the trees and the, the leaves waving. You look to the south and you see sort of where Saddle Mount almost comes to a peninsula in the southern part of the city. And you look around and you don't see anyone. Desley, I don't see anyone up here. I'm going to peek my head out like the door frame. Well, I mean, I, I don't, you know, you and I, we might have just gotten back sooner. I, Lyra, how much time do we have left? At my estimates, I would say until the sun sets tomorrow. Oh. They, they have time. They, they, they'll make it. They have some time and I have trust in them. We have three of the ingredients. Um, I... Uh, Lyra, do you feel like maybe, um, I do have some curative abilities left. If I could sort of parse them out, would it help try a fight a little? I also, I also got a potion off. Did that help? His body is in all senses functioning properly. It is simply the metal elements within his blood that are killing him. Any sort of curative magics might cause the body to further 
encase itself within this metal. Really? It might have the opposite effect. So it would hurt instead of help, is what you're saying? I believe so. I, I think we... We wait, Flynn, and we, we watch over him. Yeah. It sucks. Can't do anything. Should we just go? Should we try and get the... No, 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 no. That that would... That's not... Um, we have to trust our team to, yeah, to yeah. do their job. You're right. You're right. I believe in them. I mean, I've seen Alma do some really crazy things. And Kellek seems to have an okay head on his shoulders, so I feel like... You're right. I didn't even think about that. I've been so worried about Shia this whole time, and I should be worried about them, too. We don't... I don't think we need to worry. I mean, I hope we don't need to worry. Yeah, they're... I hate waiting. They're, they're tough. Speaking of tough... Hmm? You're pretty tough. I am. Thanks. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. How did you learn to do all this stuff that you can do? Oh, um... Well, you know, some of it's just... Natural ability, guess I got born lucky. Um, some of it I learned, but um, I'm much more interested in you and your tattoos, to be quite honest with you. Those are, those are, um, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it took a lot to get them, um, but I'm glad I have them, even with everything going on right now. And your friend over here I see has, does Caitlin have similar tattoos or no? You look and you see Kaylin's forearm, um, and you can see that there are two tattoos similar to Flynn's, but whereas Flynn then has a third and the rest of his arm is completely uh, tatted up with lines and, and colors, you just see the two circles on Kaylin's arm. Oh, so you both are a part of that um, collective thing. Yeah, that's probably the nicest way I've heard it put in a long time, so thank you. Not really how I'd put it now. <laughs> it's not very collective anymore? Yeah, you could say that. No, no a little, little divided. And, Flynn, I, I didn't, you know, know this. How did you know, um, and I look really guilty when I say this, how did you know Chath and the others? Um, and I'll look to Galen. They're, um, they're our teachers. They taught us. Oh. And Chath, we were kind of under his wing. Myself, Kaylin, Zorkol, the rest of our class, like we were kind of brought up by him. We saw him a lot. Um, so does he, does he, he doesn't lead it though, right? That's, um. No, there's a lot, there's a lot of teachers. A lot is relative, but there's teachers for combat and potions and spellcasting and all sorts of things. The leader's Melaru. Um, oh. Oh. Kaylin's mom. Right. Yeah. So how does your mother feel about all this? I don't know. To be quite honest, I haven't talked to her in some time. So For all we know, she might be a part of it. Oh, you think she knew about what Chath was... It sounded like Chath felt like he was an underdog or, or something in the organization. Well, hopefully we'll get some answers when we get back to him. Um, Right. Right, we we might. Flynn, you you were in the um the 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 stomach of of that thing, and it was gross. Was it gross in it there? It was gross. I still smell like it. And I just I feel like um, you know what? Yeah, that that does sound really gross, and it sounds 
disgusting and terrible. And I, um, I don't know. I th I don't know if Chath is okay. Yeah, he's fine. What do you mean? I, um, well, you know how, well, so Ilinar is not here. We took Ilinar to the teleporter and we, we put him in a right. cage. So when we went back to Afri's, we, we saw Chath and- And he's okay? He's okay. He's and beat like, up, but oh, he's okay. Wait. Like falls off my shoulder. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That's good. See, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that. Um. However, Ness is gone. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, don't know how, but apparently she had a way to break out of the, the. Out of the void? Out of the the goop? I mean, she's an iron light. That's very concerning. Yeah. So. That's the next step right now. I was trying to figure out what we're going to do about that. First, first we got well, to fix Shrya. We can't do anything about it. And I'll kick the dirt. I mean, we can, and I'll like peek my head hey, out the door frame. Watch yourself where you're kicking. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get on your shoe. <laughs> I'll kick her again. <laughs> get dust on her shoe. <laughs> I'm looking out the door and I'm like looking back and forth and I'm like trying to see, is anyone coming down the street? No one. I start, I just start pacing. As you're pacing back and forth, um, you don't hear anyone. You don't see anyone. Just way off in the distance, you just hear the light hoot of an owl and then silence once again. The hoot of an owl, you say? Yes. I'll kind of smile at that. And Flynn and Thessaly, as you pace back and forth, look out to the streets, your eyes begin to get heavy. You don't see anyone returning. No. As the minutes turn into an hour, turn into two hours, turn into hours, I'll go back oh to Shreya and check up. How's he? Is he breathing still? He's okay. His feathers seem to be losing color. I'll pick up a few of his flowers off the ground and just like hold on to them. Just hold them in my hand. You're going to be okay, buddy. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And you see just off in the distance the sun beginning to rise on the horizon. You begin to see people coming out of their homes, shops opening up. No one's coming back. What would you like to do? Um, I'll, I'll look down. Is the, um, is that stump still here? Is it still outside? It's following you wherever you go. Like every move that you make, it's okay. sort of following about five feet, five feet behind. Um, I, I guess this thing isn't going anywhere. Should we bring it inside so people don't start asking questions as I start looking around and seeing people? Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe bring him, her, them, the, uh, uh, what is it? What's its name? I don't think it has one. How do you know that? Well, I mean, Esther did you ask? Well, es Esther asked or wanted a name, and we gave Esther a Who name. Who is Esther? Um, a tree in the forest. So the tree has a name. So the tree stump probably has a name. Maybe, or maybe it's like a baby tree, and it doesn't have a name yet. But then it's cut. So maybe, it, I don't know. We. Pr so uh, Esther is a tree, and the tree is the one that gave you because you went to. The last 24 hours are just such a blur to me. You yeah. went to the tree end, right? Imagine smelling like the insides of a memorize. 
Yep. Um, yeah, so we basically went out to this forest and met a bunch of trees that are alive and can talk. And oh. um, they led us to uh, a grove that had the, the seeds that we needed that and I'll hold up and I'll hold them up and I'll, I'll show like, but some bandits or thugs or something came to try and steal them. And, uh, we stopped them Oh. and, uh, they thanked us and, uh, to transport back, they lent us this stump here and I'll pat it again. Um, but I, I guess they didn't give it a name. We should probably bring it inside. Maybe, actually, that seems like something that might be in Lyra's wheelhouse. Yeah, maybe she... Lyra, do you know about this? I... have seen nothing like this. Oh? Wow, well... Something with this much of its own spirit that isn't itself of the treants. It is very interesting. Treants. So do you know that they're out there? They have been out there for longer than we have been here. Well, I, I don't know. This one seems to be following me around. Uh, just, I guess it's, it's going to stay with us for a bit. Is that okay to have it in here? It is just fine, and it seems to be making itself right at home. As you can see, the little tree stump is sort of like digging its roots into the floorboards <laughs> and sort of like snuggling in and nestling Love down into that. the floorboards. I want to walk up and give it a pat on the head. It sort of leans towards you. Oh, it's so cute. We should definitely name it. Yeah. Do you want, if you want to take a nap, Flynn, I can keep oh, I gotta stay up. keep a lookout. I gotta stay up until, in case someone gets here and, or if, if they need something for Shraya. You stay up. I feel the same way. I, I don't think I could go to sleep right now. And I'm going to kind of look over at Shraya. Is he, how's he doing? I'm still holding those feathers in my head. Visibly, visibly worse than when you got there. Um, okay, okay. So what I can do um, is I can make us all breakfast because it's, it's morning now and we should eat something, right? So, that's something I can do. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's focus on something else. Right. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna... Lyra? Yes? Do you have, like, I don't know, a kitchen or a cauldron or something? I have not needed a kitchen <laughs> in many years. <laughs> I have no need for the same sustenance that you creatures need. <laughs> As her flower <laughs> eyes blinking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I, I do have, um, I know that I have rations and cooking utensils in my pack, so I'm going to try to take what little I have um, and make, I don't know, uh, I'm just going to maybe chop up some old carrots. Okay. Yes. All uh, right. Myra, do some you... heart tack. <laughs> Do you have anything we could eat? Not here, no. What do you eat? I'll look at her up and down. Flynn, I don't know if you can ask someone. I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't, it's kind of rude. Is it? I'm sorry. No, it is quite all right. I... Do you eat like nuts and berries like Shrya? Lyra sort of 
takes a step back away from you. And, um, and as she does, the windows in the front of the shop that are normally covered with moss and vines and all this stuff begins to retreat, just letting a couple of beams of sunlight in. And as it hits her on the back, um, like moss begins to sprout off of her back and the flowers on her eyes, um, begin to, uh, uh, sort of become a little bit more vibrant as the window then closes again with moss and vines. Oh, is that a spell? It is just what I do. (laughs) Kaylin, are you seeing this? (laughs) Kaylin is fast asleep. She's been asleep for the last, she's been asleep for the last two hours. Huh. She had a tough day. To be fair. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should try and rest. Should we do watches? I, we could do watches, but to be honest, Flynn, I really don't think I could fall asleep right now. We'll both be plenty safe in here. Right about us. If you, if you want to take a rest, I'll keep watch. All right. No guarantees. And I'll, uh, I'll go over to where Shry is laid out. And um, he's like on a, It's just like a table, yeah. I'll uh, I'll just kind of sit next to one of the legs of the table and lean up against it. Okay. My head up against it with the feathers in my hand, just kind of holding them in my lap, and I'll attempt to close my eyes and fall asleep. Okay. As you do that, you sit there, sort of in this restless state. Another hour passes. Another two hours pass. Oh my gosh. Another three hours pass. (laughs) Kellick. The rocking of the waves on the side of the ship mm-hmm. what? just wake you up from sort of this half nap that you're taking. <sighs> and oh. as you open your eyes, My stomach. you're laying on the front deck of the ship and you just see Saddle Mount and the docks off in the distance. Thank the starlight. Uh, Ronald, how uh, are we making good time? I've got a bit of an urgent matter to get to with these uh, giant plant husks. Well, seeing a shadow mount is just up on the horizon, um, I just think we should be making good time. All right. I have no frame of reference here, so I've got to rely on you. Um, uh, Should be there in the next... Oh, let's see. And he sort of looks up at the sun and the placement of the sun. Next maybe hour, hour and a half. Oh, is there any way we can, you know, hoist the main sail or, or something to just get, get get us there a bit faster? If you, if speed is what you need, then speed is what you'll get. <laughs> as, Much obliged. <laughs> Much obliged. <laughs> he, uh, Reynolds runs down to the, the hull of the ship where he wakes Al, Palin, and Tim. Um, they all rush up and uh, and begin trying to assist you in the best way that they can. The mainsail unfurls. A huge gust of wind um, grabs the, the sail as you all rush in towards the docks. As you do, Reynolds sort of walks up to you and he puts his hand sort of on, on your upper back. Joe, how are you planning on getting this thing out of the water? Well, that's a whole whole question. I'm just joking. We have a way to get it out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) I love these. You're full of answers. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's just a hook that you got to hook up to the thing, and then it takes the whole net, and it sort of just takes it up out of the water and puts it on the dock for you. You know, I... uh, 
At another time, I'd find this very funny. So, uh, uh, how can I, can I, uh, uh, is it the crank over here, or? If you just want to help me with the lever, it's right in the back over here. Hi, I've got you. And um, you head to the back of the ship, and right behind um, the main wheel of the ship, uh, Reynolds walks over and pulls a, a small lever, sort of just on the side of that, that little um, mast where the wheel is. And as he does, in a very similar fashion to what happened on the front of the boat, a section in the back of the boat opens up, and, and sort of two panels open up. And from those two panels, emerging out this massive crane and mechanical sort of hook at the end um, comes out. And you can see that there's like a mechanical, almost um, claw-like thing at the end of this this um, mechanical hook. And it raises up, and Reynold turns to you. So we just have to get some of the, the rope all in place, and then we should be fine and merry and dandy and on your way. All right, is, is there is there maybe a cart on the docks I can... Get this on onto. Sure, if you like uh, us to get you a cart, I'm sure we can find you a cart somewhere. Uh, that'd be grand. I, I'd, I'd be happy to uh, help in, in whatever way I can. Uh, it's, um, it's just gra- grave importance, you understand? Of course, and we'll get you into the docks as soon as we possibly can. Um, Thank you. And <laughs> after... After, uh, I'm, like, I'm like bouncing around him and he's just like <laughs> yeah oh his legs are fully like moving with the waves he's perfectly stable I'm like completely teetering love it um but in short order the ship makes its way into the dock um you and the rest of the crew uh sort of throw your ropes overboard onto the dock um you and Tim hop overboard onto the dock itself tie up the boat um as Reynolds begins to get the crane ready um and as you were coming into the dock um Palin actually um you saw him take a knife go down underneath the ship um sort of into the the hull area and um you saw him for a brief moment sort of cutting the rope letting it come free from the ship as the ship comes into port um the the net underneath the ship with all of the the treasures and everything under it was cut free and sort of drifted back behind the boat just a little bit as you walk up to the crane you can see now the net floating up just on on the top of the surface as uh. Reynolds aims the the crane over he sort of gives you a bow and says okay look if you would not mind doing this yeah, I will give you the pleasure no time like the present no what, what is he prompting me to do <laughs> you can see that there are that there are a pair of levers on this crank and you could see him sort of doing it as he's moving it to the side and you kind of get okay if you pull this one it rotates it if you pull this one it lowers it down and after a couple of seconds of sort of messing around with it you get it just just fidget just nervously like I, I take I instead of even trying anything I just stare at it comprehensively first before I make a single decision and then I try to Figure it the way it okay. work correctly. As you lower the crane down towards the net, I'm going to have you make a sleight of hand check. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. The old, the old no. Sleight of hand. Uh, cocked. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. Nice. Ooh. You lower the crane down, and you see that the claws perfectly intertwine themselves with the net. And as you pull another I got lever... It. I got it. Oh, look at that, beginner's luck. As the claw begins to constrict, it grabs the net and begins to pull it up 
from the water. You can now see this massive corpse flower in the net beginning to drain all of its water and, and pour all the excess water into, back into the ocean. All right. As you're lifting it up, you also see um, some of the uh, some of the mechanical pieces of the cannons that the crew also salvaged um, are just pressing themselves up against the net. Nothing is quite falling out at this point, um, and you're able to move it just over towards the dock. As you move it over towards the dock, I'm going to have you make one more slide of hand check to see how carefully you can place this thing down on the dock. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Um, you feel it almost beginning to slip, but you're just able to catch it as it slowly lowers down and gently lands on the dock. As the crane opens up and retreats back onto the ship, the net itself just sort of naturally opens up as now there are a couple of massive cannons and a corpse flower out on the dock. I am sweating. (laughs) Easy. Right now, it's just a matter of moving the things. It's just a matter of moving the things. This is always the worst part. Okay, let's go. Well, many hands and all that. And the crew hops off of the ship. Um, you can see that the crew begins to, to move the cannon sort of off so that you'd be able to pull the corpse flower through. Um, and uh, Al actually sort of runs out onto... Um, the main portion of the dock where you can see people are now beginning to load crates and move back and forth um, and he's able to flag down a cart for you. As the cart comes back in, you and the rest of the crew are able to just barely push this massive thing up onto a cart. Um, It's still got all of its um, its vine tentacles sort of splayed out all over the place and um, and sort of leaning over the side of the cart but you're able to get the main portion of it in there. And as you finally drop this thing into the cart, um, you can see a part of the the coral that's coming off of its back is sort of sharp and almost in a dagger position, and it completely breaks through one of the beams of the cart. But it is not one of the essential load bearing beams, so okay. you're just you're able to to keep <laughs> it on the cart. As you all begin to move this thing, it is heavy. I'm going to have you make an athletics check along with the oh. along with the rest of the crew to see not if you can move it, but how fast you can move it. Athletics? Athletics. I'm coming, Shreya! Uh, athletics... 17. 17, okay. Um, you and the rest of the crew begin to push, and every every little bit, every couple of steps, someone's sort of got to adjust position and, and change, so it slows down just a little bit. Um, but you're able to just begin pushing it through the city. You get about 15 minutes into your journey back to the uh, grumbling garden grove. I'm going to have you make another athletics check to see if you can keep the pace. You guys are continuing to move. Oh, three. Three. Yikes. Crew begins to slow down. Open Adam, lads, come on. Reynolds turns to you and sort of puts his hand on his hip. I think I just pulled something. Sorry, just give me one moment. I think I can stretch this one out. As he sort of like assumes a stretching position with his legs um, and begins sort of moving and stretching back and forth. Let me me help you with that. Uh, And I will... uh, Would an athletics check count as a strength check? Yes. Okay. 
then I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna cast uh, enhance ability nice. on Ooh. on my boy Reynolds here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and just like put my hand where where his leg seems to be <laughs> injured, and just like ashes just like flush out su- suddenly to to form that uh, that mantle over him that and it just briefly appears and then dissipates uh, as he gets uh, advantage on strength checks. In Coco. Okay, and he immediately pops up and smiles back at you with those three teeth, and um, and it feels like I'm young again. Okay, I say we keep on going and pushing this thing. I'm and feeling better his, by this. His second. carrying capacity doubles. Also, what? that is very helpful. Yes. Okay, with that, I'm gonna have you make one more athletics check at advantage. Okay, as will the rest of the crew. Okay, super buff, friend. Come on, lads. There's a life on the line. That's a 14 for me. Okay. And the pace begins to pick up even faster than it was at the beginning. And you are able to finally push this thing to the Grumbling Garden Grove. You walk up, you see Thessaly and Flynn. Flynn, at this point, you are fully asleep. Thessaly, what are you doing? Um, after Flynn fell asleep, I would have very begrudgingly started to eat some of the rations I had pulled out. Um, but currently, after some more time passed and I realized no one was coming up soon, I would have tried to finish the sketch that I had started way back in Hayfried's Void. Okay. Is this a long rest or is this a short rest? I'm going to say you are able to get a full long rest in oh, right okay. now at this point. Yeah, it's been... Cool. It's it's coming up on probably six hours later. Um, wow. Yeah, it is. What? It is... Taking some time. Okay. All right, I'm going to do that then. Okay. Do oh, hear- hello, my friends. Um, my name is Reynolds. Very nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. <sighs> As he reaches his hand out towards Thessaly. Oh, hi. Um, I'm going to put my hand out. Are you Are you with... Do you have... Hello. Thessaly, Why who's are you there? Here? Thessaly, these are, these are oh. me, uh, me new friends. Kelly. Kelly. Oh. You made new friends. Hello. How are we doing? We we really need the ingredient that you brought. Um, well, do you need help getting it inside? It, I hope it wasn't expected in pristine condition. Uh-huh. As I look at this thing that is charred and <laughs> smashed. <laughs> yes, it is not in a very good situation. Um, as Lyra comes out of the Grumbling Garden Grove um, and walks over to this this mass of coral and vines, um, she once again removes one of her her eyes, which is a flower, and she sort of places it over the entire corpse flower and sort of scans and analyzes it. You could have mentioned it would be alive when I found it and a bit ornery, not interested in helping me friend survive. I know, I know not what state these creatures are in or, or in fact these these plants are in. Your fungus friends seem to left that, leave that information out, did they? It's, it's it's difficult to tell, but I, I urge you to come inside quickly. This will this work? will allow will it, us. Will, will it work? This will allow us to get started. Oh, oh thank goodness! Thank the light. Oboma's okay. As as all of you pull this thing into the shop, um, Lyra, you you all push this to the, the the opening of the shop, and it very clearly cannot go through the front door. It is huge. As Lyra walks over to the wall of her shop, she puts her vine hand up onto the the wall, and her vines sort of incorporate themselves with the wall and with all the fungus and the plants on the wall. And all of a sudden, the fungus and the vines 
begin to encroach all over the doorframe and the panels around the doorframe. As each wooden panel is removed and moved back, this fungus and these vines are removing the front of the Grumbling Garden Grove, the front wall, making the entrance bigger and sort of holding these pieces in place. As you're able to wheel the rest of the corpse flower in, the the fungus and the vines put every piece back and you can see even the, the nails that were removed are slowly put back into place. And with that, Lyra begins inspecting the state of this corpse flower. I'm like tapping my foot, like or nervously, not 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 in an angry way, but in just like a like a just waiting for the grade I got on my paper. <laughs> Alright. If I would have some assistance, we need to flip this thing on its back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, 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 yeah. As Everyone gets their hands underneath, flips it onto its back. Um, The coral on its back begins to break and shatter across the ground um, as as it's being moved onto its back. Watch your hands there. As it does, you can see this this softer underbelly um, made of more green moss, almost a a softer um, plant-like material. As Lyra goes and picks up one of the pieces of coral, one of the sharp pieces of coral, She goes over to the belly and begins slicing into the belly of this thing and opening it up. Now, if I would be able to have everyone's help once more, we need to put Shreya into the opening, please. In it. Oh. I'm sorry. Has to go inside? This thing had dead dead bodies in it. it. It looks to be interested in collecting more. It had what? That is correct. And also, time is of the essence. If we do not do this, your friends may not have much time. Okay, and I'm gonna scoop up Shreya. Um, I, I just okay. look, I just like, I, I am uh, completely aghast at this suggestion. I look over at Kayla and I'll walk over to her. Do we trust her? I, I trust her. There's no time, Flynn, look we at have it. not. All right, fine. We don't have a choice. And I'll go over and I'll help him. Okay. Um, you lift up Shreya and you put him into the corpse of please this work, corpse please flower. Please work, please work. And as you do, you lower him into this, this algae-like gooey interior. As you can see when he's lowered in, it almost responds to Shreya's presence being there. As you're lowered into this algae-like gel, small little white veins begin to reach out from the corpse flower and begin to connect to Shreya's body. They begin to move all along Shreya's body. Lyra looks around as this is happening and reaches over towards the shambling mound sap that is on the counter. She opens up the jar and she begins spreading it all over her hands. She then reaches over and begins spreading it on Shreya. And as she does, this sap melts all over Shreya's feathers, and it almost seems to intrigue these white veins even more as they begin to move even quicker all over Shreya's body. Adoria, you keep him. Keep him on this plane. You need him here. As these white veins 
almost incorporate themselves into Shreya's body. You all look and you can see that they almost like make their way underneath his skin and into the muscle tissue itself. The totem next. I'll uh, go to my bag and I'll pull out one of the, the seeds. This, this is it, right? That is it. She takes it. And she goes over to her, um, her, her little table that she's got off on the side. And you all had seen previously when you went into her shop, she has this little mechanical device that has three platforms on it. And the mechanics of it keep each of the, um, each of the flowers on top of it at a perfect distance to pollinate each other. And very quickly, in one swift motion, she takes one of the flowers and replaces it with the treant totem. The treant totem, the outer casing of it that Esther had finalized the treant totem with, begins to almost melt and encase itself onto the seed, the glowing seed. And it melts down and almost solidifies, and it looks like it's it's melting down and and liquefying itself all over the seed. As the seed continues to glow, it becomes smaller and smaller and smaller until it's maybe only two inches from end to end. If someone would please hold his mouth open. Uh, I gotcha. I have a practiced hand at this. Um, I'll go to do that. Okay. As she walks up, she puts this little seed into Shry's mouth just before these white veins close over his face. And you see the seed goes down his throat. Then she walks over to Thessaly. She reaches her hand out for the mycanid spore. I hand them over to her, palm facing upward. Okay. And they're very fungal looking and this sort of bluish, this this dark bluish with, with some black dots on it. And she walks it over to her wall. She sticks it up on the wall as the fungus around it almost seems to eat away at it and almost like digest it into itself as she reaches her hand out and the fungus begins to spray out a dust version of the spore. With her hands clasped, she takes the dust, walks over to the corpse flower with Shreya in it and begins to sprinkle it all along the the cavern where Shreya is currently laying. All of a sudden, the corpse flower itself begins to twitch, and Kellick, you almost see it come back to life. As you all steady yourselves, Kellick, you are... I am am trying to... I'm still, like... Basically, I'm adopting the strategies I would have used at Coldcrest with any victim who was convulsing or whatever, so I'm trying to keep my cool even despite this. Okay, I'm going to have... As this is happening, I'm going to have everyone make a dexterity saving throw as all of a sudden these vine-like tentacles begin twitching and thrashing around the room. Oh. Saving throw? Yes. It's uh, 12. Uh, Natural 20 for 25. It's a nine. Kellick and Thessaly, you are both thrown back 
um, and you hit the wall, you both take <laughs> five points of bludgeoning damage as you hit the wall and are knocked prone. As you both stand back up, you look over and you see the vines beginning to slow in their convulsions. And you see the massive cut that Lyra had put into this corpse flower beginning to heal itself as she sprinkles the myconid spore over it. And these vines wrap around themselves once more and completely encase Shreya's body. You can no longer ah. see Shreya. Okay. Is that supposed to happen? Everything is going to plan. Is there a plan or are you just interpreting the things that these plants are telling you? A little bit of both. <gasps> okay. Is it going to do that again? Should we tie it up? It should be fine for now until we have the last ingredient. Wanna... Alma. Huh? Wait, uh, Alma's not back yet. No. No. Oh, the child. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll run outside. You don't see, uh, you don't see Alma there. Climb back up to the top of the roof. Okay. Looking around. Are Reynolds and the gang still still here? They're standing right outside. <laughs> okay. Uh, is everything going okay in there? Have you seen a little girl? Hey, I've not seen any little girls this morning. <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs> Thank you. And I will. And I will he fear. sort of leans down and pats you on the head. And goes, <laughs> so are you, my little friend? Ah, uh, I, I, I'm very grateful for your help. Uh, you don't have to stay any longer. I know you've got to get your payday. Um. Uh, oh, that's right. We need to go get paid. Yeah. Gentlemen, if you'll follow me, we're going to go get paid. Um, If you'll hold a moment, Reynolds, uh, how much uh, do you expect to make from the haul you've got here? Well, in total, it was going to be... Well, we had negotiated just 300 gold pieces, um, but unfortunately, with our dealing, it was brought down to significantly less than that. Um, until we finished the job, which we had done. So, with your help, I'd say you can count us even. I... Well, you've done me an extra favor here, so I don't want to let you go empty-handed. And I will give him a hundred gold pieces. Oh! You may have saved uh, my friend's life just by the warmth of your own heart. That cannot go... uh, Unappreciated. This is going to go a long way, my friend. As you can see, he starts to get a little choked up. <laughs> this is going to go. It's going to go a long way. And I'll, I'll shake his hand, and then I'll turn. Uh, Tim, remember, when you're with your friends here, you're safe. Right? Watch the ticks and just 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 try to, to take a deep breath every now and then. Right? And right. I'll you know, maybe... Uh, incorporate, you know, a nightly cleaning. Every once in a, you know, just, maybe just one thing at a time, right? Just your bunk for the night. It, it'll, it'll mean a lot to your to your crew here. Palin, you keep getting your beauty sleep. It's paying off. No offense, Randall. No, it's okay. I hear it all the time. A lot of you. Best of luck. And as good luck as we can give you back to you. Take care, Randall. <laughs> You take care as well. And I'm hoping that we could possibly see you around here again if you're ever in the area. I, uh, if fate 
whatever blesses us. It shall be so. Friend, my ship is always going to be here. Unless we're in another place, but... (laughs) I sort of just, like, scratch my head. I'm, like, smiling, but (laughs) it just flickers a little bit. Me join the party. (laughs) Be safe. You know, maybe, uh, maybe keep to these these, uh, gigs closer to the port. I don't know how the warfront's looking these days. I'll take that into account. Thank you, my friend. I just give him a hug. <laughs> he gives you a hug back. Aww. He smells kind of bad, and, but it's a good hug. I'm used to it. As they all head back off towards their ship, you all are left waiting. He, uh, he seemed like a nice guy. Honestly, it, it was Providence that I came upon him at all. The uh, place they were going for their treasure happened to be exactly the same as where uh, Lyra had marked on me map here. Hmm. Cool. Lucky. Somebody's looking out for me. And I sort of look suspiciously at the sky and the ground. I don't know. Should we go look for Olma? I'm getting really... Yeah, <laughs> this is, I don't... Um... It's always a, a thing with Alma. You know, she's a child. But yeah. she could blow up a city, I think. Wait, can, can you can you reach out to her? Uh I will I will like I will just just take a moment to consider all the many things that might have happened to Alma <laughs> <laughs> and like ruefully look for her tether. Uh wearily look for her tether. And uh do I find it? You do. Hachungis. I'll grab it, twist it, pull it to my heart. Cast sending. Okay. Alma! <laughs> We're all back at the plant shop. Shreya's dying. <laughs> Are you close? And you feel the message send. But it's a strange feeling that you get back. It's not a response, but almost a feeling of someone who is in an almost unconscious, more lucid state. Someone almost that their mind is not capable of sending a message back. Oh, uh... What'd she say? Yeah, my <laughs> eyes sort of pop open. Where is she? But she's not dead. And but I just shrug, shrug pleasantly at the, the group. But what did she say to you? She, she did not reply. Are you sure someone's what? looking out for you? Your magic <laughs> doesn't seem to be working. Uh, no, the spell worked. It happened. But she didn't. What, she's mad at you? I don't understand. Why didn't no, she say something she back? she seems to be uh, preoccupied uh, with something. Um. Oh. Knowing Alma, it could uh, be anything. I, I don't know if her, you know... Do we have to go rescue surges her? block certain kinds of communication. Could be possible. I'll look up into the sky. Where Where's the sun abouts right now? Um, the sun rose 
about three hours ago at this point. Um, you're you're going into approaching midday. Uh, I'm gonna turn back into the shop. Lyra, did we? Um, does this help us at all? Does he will he be stable for longer inside this chrysalis? I'm afraid not. It is the culmination of all ingredients that will allow the medicine to take hold. That's a very specific porn you need for this? Very specific. Alright. Which direction did she go? Do you know where where on the map? Can you show us on the map? I believe she went south. If one of you will please show yeah, me your I'll maps. pull the map out. I'll pull my map out and I'll lay it on the, on the table um, that Trya was on. And she points to a small little peninsula. She points to the very tip of the peninsula, just south of Saddle Mount. Can I get a gauge of how about like how far or how long that would take to get there? Pretty far. You'd have to run for like hours or days. Not days, uh-huh. um, but it would probably take you maybe a couple hours to get there, a couple hours to get back if you're walking at a casual pace. Do we have that? You have until sundown. And how many hours until sundown do we have about, do we, if we could gauge it? I'm going to say you've got less, you've got about 10 hours, less than 10 hours. I mean, and we might be able to make it and back it. Maybe she's, maybe she's hurt. Maybe she's... What if we try to go and then we miss her and maybe... Well, Lyra, Lyra's here. She can finish the ritual. Sin's right. I, I think there's no sense in not trying our damnedest. She gets back here and we're not here. She can still finish this. Right? That is true. Might as well go out and try and see if she needs help. Can you can can, can you locate her? Can you find out where she's at? I can't. I, I don't uh, have access to that today. We don't even know. I mean, that's such a general direction. We don't know where exactly she went or... Well, I can't sit here anymore. Alma, despite her predilection for secrecy, uh, it's easy to spot in a crowd. You could just look for the flames. So, uh... I think she set something on fire? Typically. <laughs> Normally that's what she does, yeah. Oh. Okay. So, uh, I think we should... We should start moving? Uh, should, do we want to go together? Or should, should Kelly, should you stay here with Shreya in case he needs aid? I don't know. I He's inside an undead plant. Yeah, that you got. Yeah, but I don't know. This is beyond my Ken Flynn. I, I don't know if I can be of help. Can we all go fast? I, I can move quickly. Fast as we can muster. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have the new tricks. Great. <laughs> I don't. I don't at all, so we'll rely on you for that. All right, well, let's go. Um, and I'll, I'll head out and I'll, we'll, I'll start jogging. Okay. Y'all jogging? Yeah, let's go yeah. fast yeah. pace. Okay. And we'll fan out, I guess. Uh, gotcha. South. Okay. Um, you all begin heading south and fanning out. You all uh, make it to the edge of Saddle Mount and make it outside of the city itself and um, begin jogging. Um, you are running for about a half an hour. I'm going to have you all make a constitution saving throw. Dirty 20. 13. Okay, you all are able to just keep your pace. Flynn, 
You're starting to get a little bit winded as your your stride is not quite as long as everyone else's, um, but you continue on for another half an hour. I will, uh, seeing that I'm not able to keep up, um, I will um, rub my fingers together and uh, the energy flows between them as I reach down to the heel of my foot. And I swipe backwards uh, as this energy starts to uh, continuously look like it's forced out of my foot as I get a jolt of energy uh, and cast Expeditious Retreat. Okay, you cast Expeditious Retreat. Um, I'm gonna have everyone roll another constitution saving throw as you all continue running. I'm also going to um, cast, I'm also going to cast uh, Enhance Ability on myself. Okay. Yeah, uh, Bear's Endurance. DM, I hate to tell on myself. Okay. But I haven't slept and I didn't sleep before. So have I taken that a is right. of exhaustion? As you are running. <laughs> oh no. You do take a point of exhaustion, yeah. So this is at disadvantage. This is at disadvantage. Okay, that's a 21 for Kellogg. Okay. And how far out are you all spreading? I assume pretty far, yeah. Uh, keep it with an eye line so I can at least see. Um, okay. But like maybe, I don't know, 60, 60 not, feet? 20 feet or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Kellogg. Uh, there's a 20. 23. 23. Sorry, no, 21. 21. Desley. It was going to be a 26, <laughs> yeah. but now it's a 12. A 12, okay. Uh, 16. 16. Um, okay, Desley, you begin to slow down. Um, Kellick and Flynn, you both look out, see Desley, and you see her slowing down. Um, do you all continue on? Same pace? I. We exchange a look of like... Guess we're gonna just keep it going. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, it'll be okay. Make one last Constitution saving throw. Alma, are you out here? Alma. Yes, advantage. Yes. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty, and for Flynn. Ten. Desley. Natty one. Okay. What happens to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about being mean right now. Please don't. <laughs> do it. Be mean. Okay. I'm going to do it. Do it. You know what? This scans. As I, I you would... are at your absolute, you're, you're, as you reach the maximum of what your legs can do, you collapse to the ground and you take another point of exhaustion. What? As Kellick. Continuing to run ahead, you see, just off on the horizon, running towards you, a little girl. <laughs> I, like, open my arms <laughs> in, a, in the most broad celebratory, in a way that I would hate to be seen doing. <laughs> yeah. Of just joy, joyful celebration. Alma! <laughs> I'm like covered in sand, wiping sand off my face as I'm running. Can I Are you see okay, him? child? How far? You how can far see him I? and you can hear him. Do I see? No. You just hear Kellek yelling. You do not spot I'll start making him. my way towards Kellek. Okay. Stay back! Stay back, all of you! What? what? Alma, we've got to- Alma, what's close. going on? Don't get too close! Stay back! Wait. Let Fine. me pass! Okay. We're not going to go past you, Alma. We've got to get back to Shreya. Go away. What? You're not real. You're not real. You're not real. I just keep running past them. Uh, <laughs> they're, not real, they're not real. They're not real. They're I'll not real. They're by. not real. 
I'll let her run by. Uh, yeah, me too. And I'll just, I'll be, just I'll look be, bewildered at Flynn. Follow? Uh, uh, yeah. Let's, Make I just, sure she gets back. Let's go. Come on. Uh, uh, she's gone. Go, go, go. Hold on. Uh, I can't carry on. <laughs> I put my hands over my ears and I'm okay. running. You are running. Okay. Um, Kellick, Flynn, and Ulma, I'm going to have you all make constitution saving throws as you continue running back. <laughs> what is What does two points of exhaustion do to me? I'm trying to remember. Uh, disadvantage on all, basically all d20 rolls. It's ability checks and attack rolls and saving throws. When my speed is halved. Yes, it is. Oh, ah. look at that. Okay. So as everyone it. else continues to run back. We noticed Thessaly kind of fall off, and but she looked like she just like, Looks like she collapsed. Collapsed. I will. I will. Uh, I'll give like Flynn like a like a just a, a broad wave of like go ahead and I'll I'll go to Fle- Thessaly's aid. Uh, uh, you keep okay. going. Don't don't stop. No, I'm not. We what? don't leave anyone. And uh, okay, in that case, I'm, as I'm running, I trip because I rolled a natural one. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. Okay. I land and I rolled a 19 afterwards. <laughs> okay. Uh, Twenty. Uh, 25, I think. Okay, 25. Oma. 12. Okay. It's a 22 um, for me, but I am You are helping to, Desley. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. As the sun continues to move on across the sky, you all continue uh, running back to Saddle Mount. Um, and as the sun makes its way down and lower and lower into the sky, um, Olma and Flynn, I'm going to have you make another constitution saving throw. Does it look like she is running back to the plan shop? It does. It does, okay, yeah. It, it, she's running back to Saddle Mount. You've got to be kidding me. Olma. What'd you get? Uh, um, a one. I got a 16. A 16. Okay. Um, Flynn, you are able to continue running. You're, you're feeling, you're, the adrenaline is pumping through your veins. Um, Ulma. It's an eight total. You are running. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to go as fast as you can. You make a wrong step. And you land on a rock. It's just a small rock, and roll your ankle. Oh! You attempt to stand back up, but it is a lot of pain to put weight on it. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do, Flynn? You see her stop as you um, come do from I get up to her. I had, um, I had the uh, healing potion in my like within reach really easily. Yes, you did. And I put it just, I put it just like right in my pocket. I didn't mm-hmm. like put it back in my backpack. So I um, grab it and I swig it back. Okay. Um, you feel your foot sort of lock back into place. You feel the, the muscles uh, reconnect and you feel great again. And I keep on, I throw the chameleon motion behind me and I keep running. Okay. Um, <laughs> as the sun <laughs> continues <laughs> to move across the sky. Are you okay? <laughs> Sky begins to dim and get darker as evening approaches. Olma and Flynn, give me one last constitution saving throw. Uh, please, 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 please. 18. Oh. Uh, 14. Flynn, you're running, you're running, you're running, and all of a sudden your side cramps up and it gets worse and worse and worse. And you have to stop. Your leg, your, it, the cramp is on the right side, and your right leg will not swing forward in order to run, as you have to stop. Oma, you continue sprinting, sprinting, mm-hmm. sprinting forward. I you reach get- into my pocket and I grab some of the thorns, and I'm holding them like, um, like a per- like a person running a relay race. You can do it, Oma. <laughs> holding it in front of me. And as you as you are running, 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 you get to the edge of Saddle Mount. You get into 
the center of Saddle Mount. You're ducking and weaving through the streets. You it's know exactly. See secrets. You know exactly. <laughs> where you're you your feet grind to a halt outside the Grumbling Garden Grove as you swing the door open and see a massive mound of coral and vines and plants all in the center of the room. What are you doing? Dorn! Dorn! I have Dorn! Lyra comes over. She takes the thorns from you. She takes... What did we say? I got 22. 22? Okay. She takes six of the thorns from you and just very carefully places them in between her fingers. One of her hands being vines and one of her hands being this this mechanical um, hand. And she very carefully, almost like acupuncture, pierces them into very specific spots within the corpse flower. I've collapsed. I'm just like laying. (laughs) After the second the handoff happened, I'm on the ground. Okay. And as you're on the ground, you're sort of laying there. And you look right to your side and you see this golden ray of light hitting the ground. And you can see the light moving across the floor. As you can tell, the sun is going lower and lower. Everyone else back! Everyone else! Everyone else! Hello! Everything! Everything received! Got everything! Got everything! Hello! Did you get everything? We have everything that we need. as she places the rest of the needles very carefully into the corpse flower. The corpse flower pulses with one blast of energy, almost shaking the ground around you. As all of a sudden you look at the the thorns and they begin to absorb into the corpse flower and bury themselves deeper and deeper. Everyone else, stumbling injured, tired, finally makes their way back to the Grumbling Garden Grove. It's unclear when me and Thessaly come in who's carrying who. Because I'm just like, I'm actually beat to shit. Like, like a good look at me, I'm just bruised as hell. And now we're just, we're just leaning on each other. We got two legs between us. Did you, did you get it in time? As you walk into the shop, you see the corpse flower there. You look out. See the sun begin to touch the horizon and set as the sun completely disappears over the horizon. You look at the corpse flower and you see the edges of its tentacles begin to disintegrate and turn to dust. And that disintegration moves along each of the tentacles slowly disintegrates each of them into nothing but dust as it makes its way to the body. And the body itself begins to disintegrate. And the entirety of it turns gray and withers and dries up and completely dissipates. As you can now see the body of Shreya laying there on the ground and ding, 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 ding. Six thorns hit the ground, each coated with a layer of metal. As you see Shreya fully revitalized on the ground as he takes a massive breath and regains consciousness. 
Shraya, Shraya, you're right. Where? I don't trust you. No, not you. You? Wait. It's me. It's Flynn. It's Where me. am I? You're okay. You're in a. You're in a, a plant you're shop. Fun. We're getting this reaction okay. a lot, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying on the ground. I was lying next to. A- to a giant corpse flower and now I'm lying next to Shraya and I just like roll my body over and look at him in the eyes. Shraya! They're alive! Huh? Where? Where are they? Are they coming for me? Who? Who? They? Wait. They're not. I look. I take a look around. Do I get a sense of where I am? It's a strange place but the people you know. Okay. None of it was real. I was... What happened to me? You were poisoned, Shia. The, uh... Iron Light crab beast infected you with something awful. That's why they all look like crustaceans. And, and I bury my head in my hands. But you're... You're okay now, right? You should be fine. I've just been to the most strange place. I, I, I was in a fever dream, with with my, with my family, and and I felt myself falling, falling through a thick fog. All of a sudden, I, I hit a floor, and I I looked up, and all around me, there were these strange metal components, working with each other and in each other. Gears and pistons and all sorts of terrifying contraptions. All of a sudden I was approached by by this massive crustacean dressed up in robes like he was official. He reached out his hand and I shook it. As soon as I shook his hand, little bits and pieces of me started to, to harden and the place around me started to harden and collapse and I made a bolt for the door only to find a a strange shoot of trees and vines as the crustacean sent more of his kind after me and this strange shoot shot me out around what seemed to be the outside of this metal superstructure I dashed, I, I jumped through the through the edge of this tube and I found myself on the floor, this forest floor. But they were all after me, these these crustaceans, as they were hurtling themselves toward me. After a time, I, I found myself climbing into these strange corals. It's like they were trying to guard me, trying to give me refuge, as I as I grabbed onto each one, putting more space between myself and the crustaceans, but they kept fighting their way through. Eventually, the the crustaceans, all of a sudden, they were injected. They had this strange ooze coming from them. It seemed to put even more space between myself and the crustaceans, but they were finding their way through. It's like they were swimming through the sap. All of a sudden, as I was swimming through, I found myself encased, surrounded by these fungal, fungal pieces of columns they were growing all around me and yet somehow these crustaceans still 
jabbed their way through. I couldn't keep myself from them. And yet, still, as I reached up, I reached out my hands, reaching for help from something, anything. And all of a sudden, these tree-like beings, these bands, they slowly kept coming toward me and I grasped onto them and it's like they were pulling me away. They were pulling me away from the crustaceans. But somehow, those crustaceans grabbed onto and started riding them with me. And at the last moment, these spikes came out of their, their claws and latched themselves around my feet. And then in a kind of curious way, those latchings burst, and from them, these strange spiked horns that seemed made of light, these organic horns started to absorb everything around me and wrapped themselves around the crustaceans. As I burst through, and I seemed to ascend into the magic that compels me, that's always compelled me, and as I seemed to ascend, the crustaceans fell, and I then seemed to both go upwards and downwards at the same time, and then I opened my eyes and, and there you all are, here you all are. They're not pursuing me anymore, I don't think. At this point, I've sort of slid into a sitting position, and I'm, I don't know what Thessaly's doing, but I'm lean, I'm still leaning, again, like I've leaned my head completely against her body. What, like observing Shia telling the story. If you've slid down, I'm just like standing, sort of staggering, and I go, I, I thought we were the only ones who had a bad 24 hours. I was kind of hoping you'd just fallen asleep. This sounds terrible. Strange that that made perfect sense to me. Really? I crabs and thorns and the burst and organic latches, you know. Medicine. And I just gesture <laughs> into the room around him. Medicine. <laughs> they're not to be trusted, those crustaceans. I don't know. I think you're okay. I don't think they're going to get you. I don't think they're here. Yeah, we're all here now. We banished them. And I, like, put my hand under my head and lift it up. Put my hand under my head and lift it up. And I look at everyone. Wade. Where's Seeker? Um, we don't know. Um, but he, he sent someone ahead and we think he's okay. Oh. Okay. And I snuggle closer to Shreya. And I just like put my face into his feathers. I'm just trying to get my bearings. Like, like I'm just feeling my, feeling my body again and like looking around and like making expressions. Uh, just my like my body just remembering how to move again uh as i just start keep just stretching and where where have you all been what happened to you well, the, uh, i sort of like languidly look around the room the poison you're afflicted with triad was a special kind and we needed uh, some extra help to, to cure you. Oh, but we've done so. It's a hard couple of days and we've almost lost you twice now. But 
seems we've succeeded. You all did this. You brought me back. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, Nightmare Cave and sand and tentacles. But yeah, 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 we, we did it. There are no words that I have to describe how grateful I am. How you've given me life twice. And I... Uh, I'm just so happy to be alive. We couldn't leave you, Shraya. Yeah. You're one of the group. This is what we do. Repair things. I would never want to leave this world. I'd miss you all too much. We'd miss you too. And um, I uh, this whole time I was holding those feathers um, that I picked up, and I was holding them really tight. Um, in this moment, I'll, I'll um, loosen my intensity on the grip, and I will slowly put them in my souvenir bag, and I'll walk over, and I'll just give Shry the biggest hug. Aww. I'm so glad you're back. I feel new. I'm so... I'm so glad to be with all of you. Are we just like all lying on the floor yeah. right now? Like I'm pretty Everyone sure we're all just like down. Shreya looks the yeah. best of any of us. Yeah. <laughs> Lyra. Yes. Do you think we could um I know we've taken up so much of your hospitality and I'm I'm like on the floor now. Do you think we could just stay a little longer? I would prefer if you didn't. Okay, yeah. that's fine. As she goes around and she picks up each of these metal-coated um, thorns. I get that, I get that. Okay, just um, right, need one second. Yeah. Right. Who, who, what are you? <laughs> Again, with the root, I don't know if we can ask people these kinds of questions. <laughs> no one of importance to you now. I encourage you all to leave and to leave in peace. Well, thank you. Wait, there's so many things in here that grow. There's so many... What is this place of... Earth and wonder? Eh, I must no longer remain in your... This beautiful... Home that... This is your home? And I'm someone who... Needs rest from time to time. Uh, right. We've, uh, Imposed upon... Your graces for... Too long, certainly. Yeah, my, uh, I stayed in a, in a room nearby here last night. We could stay there tonight. You went to sleep? Yeah, didn't you? <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Nobody slept? I mean, eventually, after I got the stuff. I slept on a board or something. Oh, yeah, I mean, I didn't... St- I thought, you know, I needed some sleep before I went out on my mission, so I... Took a nap and 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 then I woke up and then I started my day. Nope, I didn't do any of that. So uh, let's let's find. I'm just looking at Kelly. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> scrunching my face up in d- just dismay, <laughs> just just passive dismay. But I was so exhausted from fighting the crab and the and we were so tired and I thought, oh, I'm all alone. I should probably start fresh. And was that the wrong thing to do? Well, he's alive. You made it in time. Got the thorns. Made it in time. 
So just in time. Just yeah. So a room. You said there was a room. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a there's a there's a ice stage. Just you know, right up here. Okay. There's a there's a What's some tavern Let's with some rooms. Unpack. Yeah, I'm beginning to feel some of the injuries I took. So uh, rested do me well. Okay, and as Oma leads the rest of the party to hopefully a good night's rest, <laughs> that is where we're going to end this episode. Hey! We're going to call it right there. Shreya is now stable. That's where we're going to call it. Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye nerds. Goodbye, nerds. Hey, nerds. It's Shane. Thanks so much for listening. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are using uh, to listen to it. Uh, those small click-based contributions uh, lead to bigger and better things uh, for our show. Uh, you might have seen one of the ways in which that has manifested in our uh, very recent release of our trailer. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, please do check it out on YouTube. It is uh, a It was a major labor that really, really manifested in a way that we are super proud of. So please take a look at that. Also, uh, please keep an eye out for our uh, Patreon survey. It will be in both our Discord and our uh, newsletter that goes through emails. Uh, it is just a quick, teeny tiny survey uh, that if you fill out, uh, you can help shape how we uh, proceed with our Patreon from here on in. Uh, because we want to make sure we're actually suiting uh, the needs of our very, very kindly, generous patrons. So thanks so much for that. Uh, if you're still listening at this point, really appreciate it. Uh, hope you're having a wonderful day. And uh, see you later, nerds. <laughs>